let's see if I can get this right. Uh, the category is notable people. The clue, you may have seen her on Jeopardy on Friday night. The answer, who is Sam Papua from Edmonton? I'm not sure if I got that right. I always get confused on that, on that one. But yes, Sam was on Jeopardy on Friday night, taking on a 14-day champion. Take a listen. John Scott Haldane saved lives when he proposed that canaries in coal mines would give early warnings of this gas. Holly. What's CO2? No. Oh. Sam. What is carbon monoxide? Yes. I'll do it staying alive for 400. The Hoover Dam was the first job site to mandate wearing these, which have saved construction workers' lives. Sam. What are hard hats? That's right. Yeah, that's Sam Papua right there. She was on Jeopardy Friday night, uh, or at least uh, the airing was on Friday night. The appearance, she says, a dream come true. Sam joining us this afternoon. Hey, Sam. Hi, Jalen. Thank you for having me. Oh, well, thank you for making time for us. When you hear that Jeopardy music, does your heart start to race a little? <laughs> Definitely a little bit. I mean, you know, big <laughs> memories of having to jot down that final Jeopardy answer quickly. Oh, my goodness. So tell me about how this all came together. You've watched Jeopardy for a long time. Oh, for sure, yeah. No, we're a big game show family growing up, so anything from Jeopardy to Family Feud to Wheel of Fortune. And as we would watch Jeopardy, um, I knew that I always wanted to be one of the people up there on the actual podiums answering the questions. Of course, you know, it started off just being an armchair quarterback at home, <laughs> playing along, yelling out the answers, basically trying to tell the contestants what I thought they should wager. And eventually I thought, you know what, maybe it's my time to go for it. So during the pandemic, like a lot of people, I was at home watching a lot of TV and decided to take the Jeopardy Anytime test. So I took it on my cell phone on my couch. I didn't even, cr didn't even crack the laptop for that one. And then heard back from the producers, and they called me in for a second trivia test. So after two more trivia tests and then a personality interview, they put me into a contestant pool. And I thought that was the TV equivalent of, you know, don't call us, we'll call you. Yeah, yeah. And at the end of this past September, I got a call back from one of the Jeopardy producers inviting me to tape over Thanksgiving long weekend. So I flew out to L.A. and that's how it all started. Oh, my goodness gracious. OK, so you, you did really well on the on the on the on the Jeopardy everyday Jeopardy test I'm guessing you betcha <laughs> you yeah, nailed they it don't tell you, yeah they don't tell you what your score is okay. I'm assuming if I got called back well enough yeah exactly I, I'd love to know I'd love to know you, you obviously nailed it and then the second one so and then they bring you tell me about this personality test yeah, for sure. So they mainly just want to see like how you are at gameplay and then how you would answer some questions. So they have you do like a mock game where you're using a ballpoint pen over Zoom as your buzzer um, and just seeing like how you answer questions. Do you remember to say the category name? Do you remember to answer in the form of a question? And then the producer kind of steps in as the temporary host and asks you just some random questions to see how you respond. So for example, um, what would you use the money for if you won? Or do you have an interesting story you'd like to share with the group? And they're basically just checking to see you know what would you say during that little interview yeah, portion yeah. in the middle how are you going to handle that yeah of course you okay betcha. so so how did you prepare for your taping so this one's actually kind of interesting because i had a lot of people ask me before i went to be on jeopardy oh are you going to be like reading the encyclopedia mm. what are you going to be are you like reading the dictionary to look for words and i really didn't do anything special out of the ordinary for myself to prepare or prepare i've always been an avid reader avid podcast listeners so really just kept that up and then just played along with regular airings of the show like i normally do and i find that that's the best way to keep your prep going and you have a you're a, a political science uh, grad over at the u of a right so you yeah you've you've 
got uh, a few years of study under your belt as well. <laughs> you betcha, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the disclaimer that I probably should say. Graduate school definitely helps a lot for knowing lots of small tidbits that most people wouldn't think of. Okay, so Sam, I'm curious, you know, that was your game plan going in. Having mm-hmm. finished it, would you have changed any of that? Um, I think definitely not. No. no, I mean, I think I did the best that I definitely could have with the resources at my disposal at the time. And I mean, the other thing as well, too, is you never know what categories they're going to pull. Mm-hmm. There really isn't any other way to prepare. I'm really happy with kind of the prep that I did before going on. And you were up uh, against someone who'd been a 14-day champion. I mean, that can be a real challenge, obviously. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, actually, it was funny. Eileen Bell, our news, uh, our news reader, was like, oh, "I was cheering for her so hard. I wanted him. I wanted her to to take him out." So that was that was something else. That was she told me earlier today. So um, you ended up taking home what about two grand? About two grand, yeah. Okay, and so that final uh, final Jeopardy. Tell me what went down there. So for the final Jeopardy, it's actually kind of interesting. It looks almost like it does on TV. So they have you make your wager and write down either the what is or who is beforehand. I guess they probably had prior instances of people not finishing writing out the question and getting dinged for it. So we did that. And then, of course, after the question is read, it's classic sync music. And you're writing down your response. And, of course, they try to get footage of you thinking real hard as you're writing things down to put on the show. So in those moments, I mean, you're not only worried about, am I going to get the actual answer of the question right? But when you're writing on uh, the little screen, it's kind of like when you go to the post office and they have that little thing to sign your name. So you're worried about, oh, no, is my response actually going to be legible for poor Ken in the corner who's going to have to read this out to a national TV audience? (laughs) Give me an idea. You, You touched on this in an article that I read, and I've heard... Yeah. from other con- on contestants as well that the that one of the really tricky part is actually ringing in getting yes. that buzzer tell me about that Okay, so for the buzzer, um, they have blue lights on the side of the screen that will actually light up when you're supposed to ring in. Now, the trick to it is really just getting the buzzer just right, because if you ring in too early, it'll lock you out of the question. And if you ring in too late, then another contestant has probably buzzed in before you to get the response. So there's different tricks people like to use. Some people say that if you hold the buzzer a certain way or position your body a certain way, you might have an easier time ringing in. Some people really just say it's luck of a draw and having like really good fine motor skills. (laughs) So that's probably the difficult part is not actually knowing the trivia but ringing in at the correct time okay so y- you finish the game you take home two grand <sighs> you were on jeopardy how cool is that yeah no it's honestly fantastic and i think i now have the work fun factor anytime you have to introduce yourself at a new gathering <laughs> i think i have the fun fact to top all fun facts <laughs> what will you remember the most of it Um, I think the most uh, memorable part of the experience was really just bonding with the other contestants. Mm. So while you're waiting to film, they put you in a holding room. In our case, it was the Wheel of Fortune set with all of the other contestants that are filming around the same time. And, of course, they take cell phones away from you, so you can't share any details on social media. So during that time, you're really just sitting around, trading stories, laughing, and then they'll start broadcasting the games that they're filming. So you really just end up playing along with a big room full of Jeopardy nerds, which is probably the most fun bonding experience that I've had in a really long time. Oh, fantastic. So you had said, and I had said off the top, that this was a dream come true for you. So what's next for Sam? What's next? I mean, finishing the PhD is probably going to be the big Mm. one. Um, So getting that wrapped up. Um, And then I would say beyond that, really just continuing reading. And who knows, maybe some local pub trivia nights, depending (laughs) on how things go, might be in my near future. (laughs) 
I'm going to uh, I'm going to keep your phone number in case I ever get called into doing a trivia night. You're going to be my <laughs> ringer, okay, Sam? You betcha. I can uh, always be the alternate. <laughs> Fantastic. Sam, congratulations. Thanks for joining us, kind of pulling back the curtain a little bit uh, for us on Jeopardy, of course, such a hugely popular show. And congratulations. I, I love it when people have a dream and those dreams come true, whatever it is. I think that's really, really awesome. All the best to you. Thanks very much, Jalen. Yeah, you betcha.